Hi, Sasha. Hi, Alana. I love seeing you so frequently over I uh, know. Zoom. Over <laughs> Zoom. Again, I'm in. I mean, there's so many things before we even start. I think I think we need to start this episode by saying that we have the most amazing producer on this podcast. We really do. We really do. Her face brightens me, brightens up my day, brightens me. You brighten me, Danny. Brightens me up. Every time we do an episode, you brighten our day. Our and it's day. her birthday today. And it's her it birthday. It is her birthday today. Danny. Come on. Danny, we love you, Danny. We She's love blowing you. us she kisses us. over Zoom. She gets us. She knows all my secrets. When we first <laughs> met Danny, we thought we had gone to camp with her. We were like, yes. Don't, do we know Danny? Um, <laughs> she felt so familiar. And that's just, this is why our podcast feels like a sleepover because Danny's on every episode engaging with us giving thumbs up we just try to make danny laugh so that's why <laughs> that's this podcast is so funny so happy birthday danny happy we birthday, love danny. you um we've had such a how fun how fun have we had <laughs> my We're brain both, it's early it's early i'm a little hungover i had, Are you? I had a single martini last night i you can't drink dirty as girl everyone has learned dirty um i had a single martini and i'm like oh, fully proper hungover are you yeah i can't drink i have an enzyme thing (laughs) (laughs) so hot hot (laughs) girls have enzyme problems wait do you get your martini dirty or do you get it with a twist dirty vodka martini and i do either tito's or kettle one Oh, that's my interesting. drink of choice. If we're gonna have that conversation, Your drink right of now. choice. Um, <laughs> stunning. Stunning. Um, I was not a martini gal. This is we're really just going into like now. This is like my thirties. I was never. <laughs> we're fuck free period. We're just gonna talk about my thirties. <laughs> um, I was never a martini gal, and then I was brought to this place. This place changed my life it's in london it's called dukes and if you're ever in london please go to dukes there's the most amazing human being um man there named alessandro shout out to alessandro we love you um (laughs) that makes the greatest gin martini and i'm they only let you have two you can't have a third because honestly if anyone can make it to a third I'm so shook. Like, I feel it like is, you know all of the UK can make it to the third. I do. I yeah. do. I do. Um, but um, it's the greatest martini of all time. So if you're ever in London, I mean, this is not, not sponsored. I just This is a shout Dukes. out episode. We're going to keep shouting out everyone. We're going to shout out everyone. Also, another shout out. I think also the reason why I'm bringing up London is because we just had the most amazing episode with Dolly Alderton. The and best. Oh. I we was love like, her. isn't she, first of all, I could listen to her speak. I feel like it was, it really did feel like three friends having on their third glass of white wine, like screeching over each other, as she said. Yes. It felt like that. Like, it felt like all of us were at drinks, just agreeing with each other. The amount of times I was like hitting my chest, being like, me too, but without saying it. It was how, I feel like she is us. She is us. And I like everyone needs to go buy her books. Please go buy her books. She's amazing. And I think 
I think after that episode, I think both me and Sasha kind of got in our feels a little bit. And I think that's why today, I think we need to talk about breakups. I think we need to go there. And this, this we, we are going to go so far back. I have sent, okay, so famously, I save my AIM conversations to Microsoft Word. Clippy being like, can I help you with anything? Me being like, fuck <laughs> off, Clippy. This is between me and Microsoft that's Word. That's going to be our merch. Honestly, our merch is going to just say, fuck, fuck off, off, Clippy. Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saved every conversation and one of which I sent to Alana and we are going to do another cold reading. Alana has never seen this conversation. We love these cold readings on free period. (laughs) This is with, I believe it's sixth grade. It's my biggest crush. It's my brother's best friend, Asher. He was (gasps) my crush link. If you remember that story where it was a prank and then uh, this was in an earlier podcast, but he was my everything. I okay. I'm gonna talk about this after we read this, so we can okay, just so you, jump uh, yeah, in. Okay, because I do. I okay. I want to unpack Asher. Okay, so here so we go. So famous again. I am shoes six to six, and Alana will be playing the part of Asher. Okay. Okay. Amazing. And action. I'm so bored. Like it's not even funny. Lol. What are you doing? Listening to music and watching the election. Okay. 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 Here we go. Coolio. K-E-W-L-I-O is how I spelled it. Sorry. I always say tat. I figured. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, I'm sorry about every time someone comes over, Theo just starts beating me up for no reason. He doesn't mean to. He just likes doing it. <laughs> LOL. Wait, please, please, for the listeners, tell them how you spelled come. I spelled come C-U-M, baby. Oh, so hot. I didn't even know. Okay, he doesn't mean to. He just likes doing it. Lol. Lol is okay. Okay, who, H-O-O, do you think is going to win the elections? Gore. Love him. Love him already. Gore. I think Bush is, even though I vote for Gore. Everyone wants him to win. I don't. But it's just that he's like ahead. But Gore is coming back. Okay, cool. K-E-W-L. Because I haven't watched the elections. It's just that everyone is saying, Bush is so going to win. What music are you listening to? Sorry, I just have to know, all caps, everything. Nelly, lol, lol. <laughs> cool, coolip, and then asterisk, coolio. Yeah, he's cool. Number two, no, sorry, number seven. You know, you know, on Napster. Oh, sorry. Next text. We're gonna switch slides. Sorry. See, Theo got me into the song "Take a Ride with Me," and you got him into that song. <laughs> Yeah, lol. <laughs> right, lol. I like really have to get the Nelly CD. I mean, I listen to Theo's and my mom's. Yes, my mom's. But then when I get the CD, he's like not popular anymore. I so can't wait to leave Carlthorpe. I mean, really. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> have fun watching the elections. Lol, okay. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> That's the end. 
Okay. Okay. Really quickly. There's so much to unpack in this in it's this just correspondence. That he's like a head. Is my I think I'm gonna say that every election. I'm gonna be like, you know, I really want this person. He's just like a head. He's just like a head. But also love that he was a Gore fan. Also, that just transported me. That uh-huh. was like a crazy time warp. To, uh-huh. I remember that election. Uh-huh. Oh, God, what could have been? What could have been? What could have been? I was in love with this person. I was so jacked from this, jazzed and jacked from this conversation <laughs> that I copied and pasted it. I thought it went swimmingly well. Like, I, that, my interpretation of that was like, oh, we're vibing. And reading that as an adult, it's like, he's oh. like, well, okay. Like, why are you talking? I have no like I can't, I've never seen a picture of Asher. I have no idea who he is, but in my mind, he is Timothy Chalamet from Lady Bird. <laughs> Not like he's no. the one that's like he's like reading a book. Like it's like lunchtime, and everyone's like talking about like Live Journal and shit, and he's in like the corner reading like a po like a poetry. <gasps> no, book. no, dude. <laughs> Asher loved b-ball. He wore muscle tees. He was two grades older. I knew oh. his birthday by heart. I mean, listen, I could grab the diary. I have every entries about Asher. I even you had celebrated his birthday by yourself every year. You're every like, it's Asher's birthday. Every year. Every year. And the reason I had a crush on Asher was because at Theo's sixth grade graduation, I was only in fourth grade. Um, we had I went to the party. <laughs> weird um and brian mcknight came on it was a slow dance section oh my one, god you like a dream come true two, two. you know that just wanna be <laughs> so that came on and asher asked me to slow dance <gasps> and i it was my first slow dance and i used i played that song on repeat every day after it was ty and clueless where she gets the tape of like rolling with the homies rolling with the homies homies Rolling with the homies. I always was like Ethan, Elton. I was like, Elton has a great voice. So does Ty. Um, so I listened to that on repeat. I was obsessed with him. And, and the only reason I was obsessed with him was because I danced with him. I hadn't even looked at him before. And I find that this was the, true for the rest of time. Like if a guy showed interest in me, I was like, oh, I'm in love with that person. 100%. It was like my taste was just guys who liked me. <laughs> right. 100%. That's the same as me. I just wanted then, attention. I wanted attention. But then also I just really quickly have to add, whenever Asher would come over, um, I would shoot hoops. I was like obsessed with b-ball <laughs> because he was obsessed with b-ball. And outside my brother's room, I was shooting hoops and screaming like singing Nelly. So that he would hear me. My game plan was he would be like, oh, she shoots? Oh, she plays ball? And then and be she like, likes oh, Nelly? Sh- she knows the words to every Nelly song? Track number seven? Um, I That was my plan of attack. And Dude, it, it did that make, is yeah. full Manny's Greg. It was Manny's Greg. Weakness it's like, I'm going to do, do what he likes. And then he's going to realize that I was always there. Yes. And then we're going to date and then we're going to have babies and get married. And and this will be our story of like, you were like thinking like, oh, at at the wedding dinner when everyone's making speeches, like Asher is going to stand up and go, I remember that day that, you know, she was shooting hoops and singing track number seven of Nelly's album. And I just knew, I just knew that she was the one. I knew it then and I know it now. (laughs) There you go. But Alana and I, I mean, we really feel like we cracked open on the Dolly episode that today we were like, okay, let's actually go all the way back. We talked about all of our first boyfriends, but we want to 
really delve into why we chose the people we chose in our adult-ish years. In our adult-ish years. I thought, <laughs> like, okay, we want to go to adult-ish years? Uh-huh. No, I think we don't need, we don't need to go. No, we can. Days. I'm okay. down. Let's go. L- on free period, there's nothing off limit. Well, there's some things that are off limits, but... <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't say <laughs> my parents blow listen, drop. my parents, I know we can't say, blow drop. Blow we can drop. talk about everything else. No, my parents, li- it's always so funny because my parents every week go, I listen to the episode and I'm no. like, don't listen to the last Stop. one. Stop. Oh wait, can I just say that my mom listened to the one of me and Jessica, you, me and Jessica, but you know, for her, her two daughters. Yes. And she was like crying. She <gasps> called both me and Jessica and was like, do you know how incredible it is as a mom to hear my daughters being so honest with each other, being so self-aware, so funny, so just it, she cried and she was just so touched. And I feel like moms probably I, I don't know what it's like to be a mom, but just I imagine there's this sense of like pride and oh, they're getting totally. along. I mean, yeah. It's just, I mean, that episode was so special. We've really gone on a roller coaster ride on this. I feel like this is our graduation day. We have a lot more episodes that we have to, you know, film. But I know but we're feeling record. open. We're feeling very, honestly, Dolly really cracked me. I was feeling like in my feels today, just know, but like too. trying to like love myself, if anything, not, not sadness, but more just like inner child work of like healing that sweet little baby angel that was just trying to do the best she could. You know what I, I mean? Know, like it's I just loved her. I loved her. Also, let's talk about the two photos of me playing guitar on my bed and you playing guitar. We're the same age. I know. Uh, it's, oh, it's so I wish we knew each other then. I just oh, really I wish, wish we so had too. each other. I know. You would have totally been you would have like I would have been the person taking your photo and you would have been the person mm. taking my photo and you would have been like, you look amazing. Yeah. Get the flying V. <laughs> Get the flying V guitar. Dudes will love it. By the way, did it? Did you get it or no? Was that your guitar? That was that was Danielle's guitar that I like borrowed. Oh my god! Very um, cool. Yeah, that was all. Also, all Danielle's clothes. Like Danielle, I think those were juicy couture pants that we got at Marshalls that were like so fucked up on the bottom. And I think those were my shoes. I don't remember where those shoes were. Ballet where, like, where I got them. Kind of? They were like pointed ballet flats. Yeah, they were I all the rage them. guys. They were all the rage guys. But the thing that is super crazy is that. Um, I'm wearing maybe the largest star of David. If you zoom in super, you got to zoom in on that photo. I think I might have to repost it with this episode, but if you zoom in, (gasps) I am wearing, I made a star of David necklace out of a keychain. It's a star of David keychain. Oh my God. And I put like, I like just like weaved through like a, like a necklace and I wore it to school. Here it is. In seventh Wait, grade, Alana, it's right here. It's I know right you're here. seeing how it. Did I, you can't, how did uh, I? You can't unsee it now. You can't unsee it. I was so proud of. Be- I mean, I'm always proud of being Jewish, but I was oh my extra proud of being Jewish in seventh grade. And I oh. am wearing a Star of David keychain on a necklace, and I wore it to school every day. Did people comment on it? Did you feel so cool? Well, the thing is, is like the because I think um, at that point we were like all the dudes in my school were like obsessed with the Ali G show. 
and and he would always wear like really big emblems on his necklaces yeah and so all the dudes in my school that were also jewish because i was only friends with like i was like friends in in the bat mitzvah circuit and you're like friends with like a million jews in the valley yeah of course all the dudes were like that's so cool and like they would all be like let me wear it (gasps) and so like i had this necklace that i was like oh my god like dudes talk to me if i wear this fucking star of david (laughs) keychain on a necklace and i wore it because i was like so addicted to the attention i mean i'm sure after a week it lost after a week it lost like it's fun but i wore it every day i was you needed to cross if you had crossed the 405 and gone to one brentwood bar mitzvah (laughs) i promise you (laughs) it would have been reignited actually looking back on it rosaries were really popular in seventh grade like girls would wear rosaries as a necklace with like a cross on the bottom and obviously i'm jewish i can't wear a rosary i mean i probably could but i didn't um so like my version of a rosary was that was a star of david keychain on a necklace so good i bought super very good for you i bought a rosary on venice boulevard when i was 14 and it, it it i also bought a sex pistols uh sweatshirt that had the penis on it and so oh, it was fuck. like double i would that was my rebellion but the I rosary i was up also i remember well, when that was mary kane ashley olsen would wear rosaries like that was You're the whole thing it was so like in the right. like early 2000s like like maximalism like bags were huge like every mary kane ashley olsen had the like balenciaga like we hate them now but back in the day when nicholas casquier was there um creator knowledge oh the knowledge well the only reason why i have this knowledge is because danielle heim is my sister um fair but they would have like the motorcycle balenciaga motorcycle bag that was huge and they would wear scarves that like that like skull scarf the skull scarf i forget who made it chrome heart was it chrome heart no it it wasn't chrome Chrome heart it wasn't chrome heart it was some very fancy oh my god i remember that oh we have to. i just remember urban outfitters definitely did like a dupe dupe? (laughs) urban outfitters did a dupe of it and then they were like you were like rosaries and then yeah so many bracelets like like maybe like 45 like bracelets that were like some were like woven some were yes. silver like yes. silver was like a big like on, on both hands well, then like there was the maximalism. kabbalah don't forget the kabbalah Ka- red oh string. and i had i had a kabbalah string i definitely <gasps> wore a kabbalah string it was oh it was a ting but it was like this time where you know people were wearing rosaries and i wanted to be cool and i Me couldn't too. wear a rosary so i but felt see? yeah I wore it maybe for a day. I didn't. I. I didn't. I also got cross. There cross neck uh, earrings. I mean earrings with crosses on them. Um, because again, yeah, that was a chrome heart. I mean, what what was the skull brand? It was like Alexander McQueen. I no, was it, it McQueen? Was, it, I think it actually was McQueen. It was McQueen. That's what it was. I never owned one. I mean, I really do. I you know what one. I would do? I think you know this. I had a. I think everyone knows this. I had a uh, chrome hearts tank top. And all I wanted was one that said, fuck you on the back. My parents absolutely said no. (laughs) So I borrowed one from Layla. It said, fuck you on the back. And I wore it under my white uniform shirt. The thin cotton white one, not the like normal white one. I wore a thin cotton one with the fuck you. And I wore my hair up so that the student behind me in math class saw the fuck you. Because I wanted to be a rebel. I wanted word to spread that Sasha Spielberg was wearing something that said fuck you because she is a rebel. She's a badass. I'm a badass. You know what she doesn't give? 
any fucks. She gives zero fucks. Zero fucks. But then, so I was actually thinking about this a lot. And the reason why I dated the people I did in my adulthood was all because of high school. I'm going to just lay out two examples. I was 18 when I started dating this person. He was seven years older. I was, I met him at a funeral when I was 15. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where our story begins. (laughs) I was 15. I had a boyfriend. Let's not forget my dear, lovely boyfriend. Met him at a funeral. We talked about the strokes. It was love. I was like, oh my God, an older guy is flirting with me. So that dated, I mean, that was high school for me. I was like, and he was my 10th grade to freshman year of college. I was obsessed with him. And then the guy I dated after him was like the coolest guy. When I was in ninth grade, he was a junior and you even knew of him. He was like a rock star. He drove an old Chevelle. He was a musician. He actually dropped out of high school, which was very cool. So I started dating this person after the other guy. And I was fulfilling my ninth grade fantasy. I remember meeting this person when I was in ninth grade. He was a junior. He did not look at me. He had an old jean jacket. He was smoking cigarettes. He had drove an old Chevelle. He was like a rock star. I knew he did drugs. He dropped out of school. I was like, I want the cool guy to like me. Finally, at the age of 24, he actually noticed me. And I do believe that is why I entered that relationship because I was reverting back to ninth grade. I just wanted him to like me. And guess what? I played the role of a lifetime for him. He wanted me to be cool girl. Guess what? I I became cool girl, but not to him. I just started dressing in like jean on jean like drove in his old pickup truck we had a pit bull together it was like woven blankets in the back seat it was like (laughs) getting oysters at a a real inn on the pch and then like driving to northern california and like sleeping at old motels and going to the only video store in the village and renting weird videos and watching them in this old ghost town. I mean, it was like this fantasy. I always wanted this fantasy. This was like the movie version of Sasha. It was a horrible relationship, let me add. It was a very toxic relationship. Had I not met him in ninth grade, I don't believe I would have continued dating him. No, totally. But the thing is, is like, for how we we won't obviously I don't we don't need to bash anybody. But the thing that I'm honestly grateful for in that relationship is that it brought me to you that's what it did it brought me in the weird like universe of our friendship which is so crazy because the thing is it's like if you've been listening to free period which thank you again (laughs) but all we all me and you always say is I wish we would have met earlier and I don't even think that if if you weren't in that relationship we would have met a hundred percent because what happened was he yeah, was like story. tell our you, origin story <laughs> you live in west hollywood that's not gonna fly with me we gotta move to the sierras like it was very much let's get a ranch house and 10 dogs and pickup truck and make music and be artists and poets and i was like does silver lake work instead <laughs> um <laughs> Is that so, close to Silver Lake? Is that close to Silver Lake? Because Silver Lake, I can do, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I was living in West Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> he shamed me for it. Um, shamed me constantly. Finally, I agreed to move to the east side. And that 
is when Alana and I, we were already friends, but we were. there was a very big shift in our friendship once I moved to a place five minutes from your house. Yes. The day that we solidified our friendship was because of this relationship that you were in. And we had always been friends, but like you had moved from the west side to the mm-hmm. east side. And I'll never forget, so like we had made a date to go to breakfast at Stella Cafe. Yeah, Stella if Cafe. You know it, you know if it. you know it. Everyone knows it. If you're on the east side, you know it. Um, <laughs> and we had this like amazing breakfast. We were just having a really fucking good time. And then you got a call. You got a oh, call. I got a call. You got a call. And the call was come home. Yeah. And I remember seeing like the <laughs> sheer panic, sheer panic mm-hmm. in your face, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was not not nice to see as a friend, no. um, as a human, because we weren't even yeah. close yet. I was like, oh, that's that. I don't like it. And yeah. you went back home and then you guys yep. had a fight or something. Oh, and he threatened. Actually, no, yeah. He would always pack a suitcase and then leave and be like, we're done. And one time I even got into the suitcase because <laughs> I didn't want him to leave. I mean, it was a very toxic relationship. Um, so we, the house was empty and I immediately texted Alana. And I got the text and we had, we had just had an amazing breakfast. And then maybe two hours later, I get a text saying he left. And like, I put on my Superman cape. I was yep. like, I'm coming over. I was like, I'm coming over. And I think you remember being like, no, it's fine. Like people pleaser already. You were yeah. like, it's fine. I'm fine. And I was like, I'm you? like, we had a great eggs, Benedict. Yeah, not it's fine. Away. I don't, I just, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely not. Shut your beautiful mouth. I'm coming <laughs> fucking over. I'm coming over. And I brought over. Whispering Angel, which is Rosé, which I later learned that you fucking hate Rosé. And I will never bring you Rosé ever again. But I drank it. I did commit. I drank you it. Did. You did. As a good friend, people you were pleaser, like. <laughs> people pleaser was like, I have an enzyme issue. Will not yeah. break this down easily. You're like, I'm breaking out <laughs> hives. I'm breaking out <laughs> hives, but I'm going to drink this because she brought it over. And like, I know nothing. And we just, yeah. We had like one of those talks that really like solidified a friendship where I was like, we really talked through everything. And it, after that, it was like game over. We were like, I was always over at your house. Also, just so everybody knows, when Sasha got her house on on the east side, I went to the open house. (laughs) I went to the open house. And actually, the reason why I knew you moved to the east side was you, um, (laughs) I had gone to the open house and I remember being like, wow, this is my dream home. I would love to live in this home. And then like four, like a month later, you took a photo and put it on Instagram that was like, new home. And I was like, oh, Sasha yeah, got my dream hated, house. Yeah, I would have hated me. I would have hated no, me. But isn't that fun? No, but if anything that like just yeah. even solidifies how we even have the same taste in home. So like, we it's do. just, but on top we of everything. Do. So after that, like crazy, I mean, I remember yeah. seeing you through that whole relationship and it was just, you like every every person that has like a best friend that goes through a tumultuous yeah. relationship like you know the look of you know pure just like it's just drainage like it feels like you're yeah. drained and i remember My seeing eyes, you just drained uh, it's like your yeah. eyes were like well hollow. one time you and i went downstairs because he had packed a bag <sighs> he had left without the bag we went downstairs you're like i want to see what's in the bag 
let's just take what did you back we <laughs> opened the bag and it was literally just socks socks where was socks. he going where was he going we don't know to sock just land. socks uh, to sock land sometimes all, that's all you need is socks he had put socks in it and you were there with me. Basically, every time he packed a bag and left, uh, Alana would come over. Yes. And that was really how we would do this. <laughs> I would come over for other things. But yes, the bulk of it was Superman cape on. I'm coming yeah. over. We're, we're, yeah. cha- we're switching up the vibe. We're switching because up the fucking also, vibe. Because also, I really respected that you didn't judge me for staying in the relationship. No. You weren't judging me. Like, there was no judgment. There was like, you got to get out of it. Because the last thing you want to hear when you're in a toxic relationship is you need to leave. Yes. Because it is impossible to leave. It is. And that's the last thing you want to hear. You don't well, want to hear someone say. Right. Well, that's also like the reason why were besties is because we yeah. were both in toxic relationships and I yes. I completely understand like it is a crazy thing being anyone that's been in a toxic relationship can you know feel the yes. way that me and Sasha felt like again yes it's like what you just said it's like you have to do it for on your own and it's yes. the hardest thing to get out of it is the hard yes. like harder than anything that I've ever had to do in my life and I've had multiple toxic relationships yeah. but that when you're in it Oh my god! You are so fucking in it. Well, the highs are so high, but that's yes. only because the lows are so low. A hundred percent. You start having these false highs, and like, oh my god, I could marry this person, and it's only because you've just had like throwing yourself in a suitcase full of socks moment. You know, it's it, it and it's really really hard. But I I do you know it did lead me to you. It really it did, did lead me to you. And on top of everything, the first time that I met Harry. Knowing where where you had come before, and then meeting Harry and like that that face. I mean, when my sisters, when my when I was in toxic relationships, they would they would say the name of the boy that I was dating and be like, "You have the blank face." Like, oh, wow. she's got the blank face. Like, if I'm gonna use a oh, pseudonym, God. you have the Jason face. Like, I'd never yeah. given anyone named Jason, but that's what it would be. And you had the blank face for yeah, so so long. And then meeting Harry, I'll never forget, we were, like, on your balcony during the pandemic. We were very safe. <laughs> I want to make it clear. We were very safe. We stayed 10 feet apart because we were – honestly, we didn't even do it because of the guidelines. We did it because we were Jewish. Like, we just, like, did not want to get fucking COVID. We couldn't get a test anywhere. I think at anything, we, like, all, all – we tested as well. And we were, like, we don't trust the tests. Like, one of us probably has COVID. And we got we, pizza. Had, we got pizza, even though we were all in great health. But I was like, we were all like, get the fuck away from each other. Yep. And we had that was like the day that I met Harry. And I'll never forget, like, just the way that your body language was like your your face looked so bright. Your body language was so at ease. Like Harry was checking in on you. Like it wasn't it was it was the first time I had seen like a true partnership. I mean, maybe other than my parents, like. It was like this partnership where it was like so equal and the energies matched so well. And it it was honestly like aspirational for me. I was like, I need to find, not that, I don't want to marry your husband. I love your, I love you guys together. <laughs> I love you guys together. But like the thought that there's someone, because again, like we've, we've been through yeah. the ringer with so many different people. And the fact yes. that there is a light at the end of the tunnel where you can actually find your missing puzzle piece and it be this like yeah. beautiful connection and it yeah. have this beautiful flow to it. 
it made me feel like I could have that too. So you and Harry are my like dream couple. (laughs) (laughs) But also knowing that, like knowing that I had just completed 12 years of dating really, it was 12 years of true pain for me. Yes. Um, And I didn't think I'd ever see the light ever um, until I met Harry. And I know that's so cheesy, but I, it, may, it meant so, I remember Harry had gone to the bathroom. By the way, like we were all standing so far away from each other. It was Red Rover, Red Rover. It was fully facing each other at like 50 feet. But I remember you and I got closer than 10 feet just to be like, Oh my god! Oh my god! What do you think we're gonna get? Also, it's were so just funny like, to try to. Whisper. You started crying. I did start crying. I I start, I'm, I'm you did like, start crying. I started crying because I was just like so, which is also psychotic. Like I, but I was just so happy for you because it's all I've ever wanted for you. Oh, like god. I just but it's want, all I ever deserve, want for you. It's like like everyone deserves happiness. Everyone deserves to find their person, whoever that person may be, but knowing you for so long and and having to go through all the things that you went through Mm. and then having this beautiful culmination like I was just so happy for you I was just like the happiest I've ever been that like you did it like you found a person Ah. that loves you for you didn't have to put on a costume you weren't Penny Lane it's not like we were trying to be Penny Lane we weren't trying to be any person you weren't you were authentically yourself and you found somebody that was like I love you for your authentic self and I have yet to find that (laughs) fucking person but you will find that person and it will happen you have to remember it just simply will and it's going to be so beautiful and you had I mean let's go back to like the origin right just your origin story in terms of dating and the the people you you were dating I mean you had a really amazing love I did 17 I had so my first real boyfriend. I had a boyfriend before that, but it was my we'll first. Talk like, about, re- we'll talk about that after. Talk about that. Um, but my first real boyfriend, um, which I I look back on on that relationship, and I'm just so incredibly grateful for for the love that he showed me, because there's different love comes in different shapes and sizes, and. The love that me and this person had was so innocent and beautiful that the fact that it was really my first love was I like, there's many things that I've done in this life. He was one of the greatest things that had ever happened to me. I'm going to cry again, but it was like the craziest relationship because like we met, I liked him and he liked me, which was rare as we know on free period, very rare (laughs) that that ever happened where I liked someone and they liked me back. I think he was the second person in my life that did that. And he took me out on a date. We started dating. I'll never forget he, when he asked me and, and again, I was very innocent at this point. Like we were not doing things like we were not, you know, there was, there was no, it was very much like innocent, like kisses and sweet kisses. Like it was nothing. It was nuzzles. It was cuddles. It was sweet and very innocent. And I, I remember two things. I remember when he asked me to be his girlfriend, which was like, no one had ever done that before. And, um, he like asked me as if, like, and when he asked me, it was like as if I was getting married. Like it was like a marriage proposal. Like I remember I was sitting, I was sitting at his desk in his room at his mom's house and he was like on the bed and he was like, I need to ask you something. And I was like, what? And he goes, will you be my girlfriend? And I, 
I've never felt more excited in my life. I mean, it was like oh it, within a within a month of dating, and then flash like, forward I do. to I do, and then I think flash forward to I think it was like two or three months into our relationship. Sorry, mom and dad, I'm telling you this story um, on the pod because I lied, but you can't punish me now. I had told my parents that I was sleeping over at a friend's house for a sleepover party, for a sleepover party. And um, he picked me up from school in his Honda Accord two-door. Oof, what color? Talk to me about color. White. Oh, I knew it was white. white. And with tan interior. Um, oh. yeah, very, very stunning. chic, <laughs> stunning. Um, and like, I remember he picked me up. There was this, there was this parking lot at Loxa. And if anyone goes to Loxa, you know, you know, this parking lot, it's called F lot. That was like where all the seniors parked their cars. It's like where, where you would go to get picked up for like, if you, if you had like a senior driving you home. So I was in F lot and that's like where ev- everyone would like crowd on F lot and like smoke cigarettes and like talk about the day and they like get into their cars and go home. So he pick, I tell him to pick me up at F lot, probably strategically because I wanted all yeah. the seniors to see everyone to see that I had a boyfriend that was like older yeah. and cause he was two years older than me and he picked me from F lot. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Who is this guy? Cause no one knew that I was dating this human. He didn't go to our school and whatever. It's the coolest moment. You coolest, coolest moment. moment you could ask for. Coolest fucking moment. Literally. Ugh, it was my movie. And he picked me from school and he drove me to his mom's house. And I'll never forget, we were like standing in his kitchen and he kissed me and then he pulled away and he said, I'm in love with you. And it was like the sweetest thing. Like I had never, I, that was everything that I had ever wanted in life was someone to say, I love you. Like that was, I'm going to cry again. He said, I'm in love with you. And that was like the first time I'd ever heard that because that's all I had ever wanted in my life. I mean, talk about like my boyfriend before who we had (laughs) dated, who we had dated for four months. And this is like my boyfriend before, I mean, with the boyfriend that said, I love you. Um, we had met, dated, you know, loved each other. It plateaued and then it kind of like turned into a friendship and it was like the most beautiful breakup I had ever had. Like we, we really, we came together and we were like, are you happy? Are you happy? And I was 17, 18. I think I was 18 at the time. I was like, I, I knew that like we weren't going to get married, but we like loved each other so much and we were friends and like it kind of turned into a friendship and we both just were like, I think this chapter needs to end, which is like so mature. So mature. So insanely mature. You're so right. It was like (laughs) the most mature breakup I've ever had in my life was when I was 18. Um, and like, there was no, like we hugged each other. Like there were no tears, like. And also yeah. for years after that, anytime I needed him or he needed me, we were there for each other, not even in like a romantic way. We were just such good yeah. friends and it was just such a beautiful thing. Cut back to my first breakup that I ever had. I had dated somebody for four months before this this relationship. And let me preface the situation with... This person and I are, are really good friends still. Love him to fucking bits. Love him. Like, I love, love him, him to bits. Friends. We're all, all friends. friends. Love him to fucking yeah. bits. But my first breakup, like my first like yeah. tumultuous breakup was my first breakup. And oh, yeah. um, we had been dating for four months. 
again, all I wanted was for someone, because in high school years, you say I love you within the first, I don't even know, week. Yeah. You're supposed to say I love you within like the first week. Like there's no, time goes well, by so movie, fast. In movies, it's 45 minutes in. That's yeah, when the I love 100%. So come up. You're like, Unrealistic. okay. And so with this person, we had been dating um, for four months and the plateau and the descent happened very quickly. It was like, we like, we met, we dated, like he also lived um, like kind of not far away from me, but like far enough distance LA version where like, we didn't get, we didn't go to the same school. Like we didn't, my parents were not letting me go over to his house all the time, like during the week. Like it was very, it was very like innocent. And I, um, I became really good friends with his friends. I, I was at one of his friends, his guy friends houses. Cause I've become really good friends with one of his guy friends. Not in like a weird way. Just like we were just homies. No, just in a chess move way. Yeah. Chess move way. I was like, <laughs> I can hang out with your friend. Blah, blah, blah. And so he picked me up. Um, and he, the, his friend lived in Encino. I lived in, you know, studio city and that's like a good seven exits away. And I will never forget, like he picked me up and he was silent and I like kind of knew what was coming, but, but it was like, it's that kind of thing where you're like on your first like breakup, you're like, am I getting broken up with? Like, is this like actually happening? Like, happening. is this happening to me? And I like get into his car. It's silent, like full, full silent. We are driving. It is silence. And I, I think I got up the courage by the time we were getting off at Laurel Canyon, <laughs> which if you know the 101 freeway, you know that exit. My house is like a good seven minutes drive from the exit of Laurel Canyon. And I, as we were driving down the ramp, this is the most Californians fucking explanation. <laughs> as we were say. driving down the ramp on the 101 freeway getting off at Laurel Canyon, <laughs> um, I got up the courage to say, are you breaking up with me? And he was like, yes. Oh, my God. And oh my God. The, the whole relationship that we were together, um, I just wanted him to say I love you. Which is why with the other guy, it meant so much. It makes me want to cry. But, like, I wanted him to say I love you so badly the whole time we were dating. Yeah. I was like, say it. Even though yeah. I knew he didn't. I was like, I don't even think you. I don't even want you to mean it. I don't even give a shit. I just want to hear it. <laughs> I just want to hear I love you for the first time. And... We had seven minutes, seven minutes to my house in heaven. that we, <laughs> that we drove in silence and I was like, don't cry. Like in my mind, I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I'm like, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, he'll never see me cry. He will <laughs> never see these tears. Like I will save, I will save these tears for my pillow. Um, <laughs> and what I did was I opened up his car door. He was driving a Prius. I opened up the Prius car door. I Silent, by the way. Let's Silent. just really quickly. Prius <laughs> is a very key detail. Priuses, yeah. Pri, were silent. <laughs> silent. So you this... can hear a pin drop. You oh, can hear a pin boy. drop. Okay, you should have started it with the Prius <laughs> comment. Okay. <laughs> cozy boy. Literally cozy boy. Um, I opened up the door. I turned back at him. And with the rage of a thousand suns, I turn to him and I go, you know, I really loved you. And I slammed the door. I slammed, I slammed the door and I ran, like probably ugly ran, like ugly ran into my house. I'm like, feel every, that's when like the movie started in my mind. I was like, it started with, you know, I really loved you. Slammed the door, ran. 
I'm like fumbling with my keys. I'm like, oh my God, why today am I fumbling with my keys? I just need to get out. I like but open the door. I shut the door. I start hysterically crying. I, I like lean up with my back against the door and I slide down the door crying. Slide down. I slide down the door, correct? She I am, did a slide down. I slide she down. Did a slide I slid. Down. I slid. Wait. I slid down the fucking door. And then I'm in the fetal position at the store crying. Oh. My parents are in the living room. They have no, what, no fucking idea what's going on. It doesn't stop there. I go to my room. We had taken a Polaroid together and I had stuck it in my window. Uh, not my window. I stuck it on my mirror to look at it every morning like I would wake up like a like a movie like literally like a movie like all the all the girls with boyfriends like had photos of them on their mirrors so every time they looked at their outfit in the morning they like saw their boyfriend like blew it a kiss took that Polaroid off the mirror grabbed scissors ran to the trash can start snipping away at this Polaroid and let me tell you Polaroids are the hardest to cut super hard cut up Polaroid free period <laughs> listeners have you ever cut up a Polaroid it's <laughs> impossible it's impossible and I had shitty fucking scissors and I'm like cutting up this fucking Polaroid and it was like the most dramatic I was so dramatic it was insanity and it was like it, that was definitely like the most like movie breakup that I had ever had if I may be so brave as to say that is your Oscar clip thank you that's the clip they play <laughs> when they are going when I'm through nominated. the contenders. <laughs> it's That's me. the Oscar clip. And the only line that I say is, you know I really loved you. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Wait, uh, Alana, also, really quickly, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. In seventh, eighth, ninth grade, <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, no. Okay, it's fine. Okay, so I really, really felt like I was the star of my own movie, and um, of everything we all did. was very magnified. I, if if I got into like a fight with my mom, if I did poorly on a math test, I would come into my room. I was <laughs> okay. I want to. No, it's fine. I would look in the mirror and imagining I was in an Oscar clip that gets played when it's like nominated for you know on the screen. I would look in the mirror and be like, why'd you do that? Stop. You think you did that. You had the, you just, you're nothing. You're nothing. Like hitting my chest, like looking in the mirror, crying, being like, you're nothing. You're nothing. Like it was my monster, Charlize Theron. Like I was having, I had, it was my, you know what it was? It was my American beauty moment when she closes the blinds at the house she's selling. She's like, stupid, stupid, stupid. That's what I would do. And I was the star of my own movie. I was the star. I was was getting nominated on a daily basis. Oh, let me tell you. It is so embarrassing to admit that because I was was really upset, but I would take – it was really – almost like bird's eye view of myself, I would take my feelings, but almost look in the mirror like I was an American beauty and be like, you're nothing, nothing. Like it was lower my voice, but not the Paris Hilton lowered voice. It was like the guttural, like this is an Oscar winner. You're in yeah. the talkies. You're in Technicolor now. You're nothing. You are you're nothing. nothing. Like a you gl- see? You're nothing, you see? I see you for who you are. You're nothing. 
like a glass of like cherry Gatorade in my hand. I'm like spilling it everywhere. I'm like, you don't it's even wine know glass. what mess. It's in a wine glass. It's in a wine glass. It's Gatorade in a wine glass and you're stumbling no, around it. your bedroom. X equals negative B plus or minus square, square root. root. <laughs> Dude, the Pythagorean theorem. That's the only thing that I remember from high school. This is a complete side Haunts note. Haunts me to this day. There was a jingle. If you're, if you guys, if anyone's in high school, this is X how you remember the. Okay, ready? <laughs> X, X equals, equals negative, negative B, B plus, plus or minus square root B, B squared over 4AC all over 2AB. A. A. <laughs> Wait, let me just say to our listeners, Alana and I are not together. We just We're literally on slowed. Zoom. We are on Zoom. Alana's like blurry as she's waving her arms. So I'm. We're both slowing it down. It's like remix. It's like X equals no no no. Oh, oh, oh. Like you and I just did a full remix slowed down version because we're trying oh. to be. There's we're trying to not. I we're can't. trying to. We're trying to match up the our, delay. We're trying to. Match oh my delay. god. That is oh, so funny. I mean, anyway, I can't believe I just had minute it. I, I was just dramatic. I was melodramatic. And I, you know, my mom was an actress, so I learned <laughs> from her. I do remember one time uh, my parents showed me Indiana Jones. You know, this is how my parents met. My mom was the lead in Temple of Doom. Um, there's a scene where she spits in Harrison Ford's face. And I really took that with me after uh, I left the theater, the theater. Uh, living room and the theater and my mom the next night was tickling me I must have been six honestly she was tickling me on her bed and I was like stop stop and then I spit in her face because oh. I saw her do it the rage in, like I have never <sighs> seen my mom so angry she like dragged me to I, I, I was I mean I don't even think grounded existed at six but I was like in my room and think about what I had just done but it, it's like I, I had no time to explain like mother I was only emulating mom you. it's the movies it's the movies it's the talkies <laughs> but I was very much yeah I had an actress sister and an actress mom and I think I really was like and I was obsessed with like virgin suicides and obsessed with uh, oh, 13 and like even just uh, Wes Anderson, Royal Tenenbaums. Like I had all these scenes in my head. I was going, you know, that's where I'd put my em- emotions. I love it. That's so funny. And now I'm all- a musician. <laughs> la 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 la. Now we realize we're musicians. Ha 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 ha. Um, God, what a roller coaster ride. Today I mean, I been. love, I love our episodes when we can just dig in. I mean, because also the whole, anyway, we started the episode with talking about Asher and then like why I started dating the people that I dated in adulthood. And it makes so much sense. It tracks. All of yeah. it tracks. Um, Harry is my first adult. Like this is, I wouldn't even say it's a new me because I still feel like a seventh grader, but it is the evolved, been through hell and back met this light version of me. And I honestly, when I first met Harry, and I even told you this, I was so scared. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was like, how can it it be this good? Because I was so used to chaos. I was so used to everything, you know, starting nice and then turning to shit. And I, that was the pattern I was used to. And so I was expecting that and waiting for the other shoe to drop and having so much anxiety because I was like, Harry is the person I'm going to marry. I know this. So wait, what's the catch? Like what's, what bad thing is going to happen to me? Because I, something bad has to happen because it can't be this good. 
And I remember calling you so anxious and you were like, dude, I think this is just it. And I cried. And this is like, (laughs) and you cried and I cried. And I think there was a deep part of me, again, seventh grader in the mirror, not being able to get an A or B or C on a math test. Like I was like, I don't deserve this. Like in my mind, I was like, I don't deserve to be happy. And I think that does stem from... I mean, yes, Oscar saw eclipse aside, like I I really felt um, I was a very anxious kid. I felt like no one, no guy liked me. I felt like I had to lean on the funny. Um, But in reality, like to this day, I felt like a seventh grader when I started dating Harry, like this can't, it can't be this good. And if it is this good, I don't deserve this. Why should I deserve it? And you were there for me that whole time talking me through it, being like, I think this is just it. Like this is the rest of your life. And it's okay. It's calm. It's serene. It's beautiful. Just like go with it. And it was a huge talk because I still to this day, I have to say it's like every day feels like a first date. And um, I'm just in love. (laughs) I'm just in love. And it's weird. And I um, I feel myself and I uh, the way I feel with you, which I think also is key the way you feel with your best friends, I think you should absolutely feel with your partners if if you can, if you're lucky enough. It's true. And you But again, now it. I'm saying this, but see, yeah, it's so funny. Now I'm talking about how in love I am and I'm like, oh my God, listeners, don't hate me. I promise there's other issues. <laughs> I'm troubled. I'm troubled, I promise. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I've been through the ringer, let me tell you. I've been through the ringer. I know. With these Twelve years. men, with all the testosterone. I've been through the ringer. Twelve years. <laughs> Bags of socks. Bags of socks, and that's the name of this and episode. And that's the name. <laughs> uh, Coolio, K E W L I O. Coolio, Coolio, Alana, and Al Gore. We've been through. We've been broken. <laughs> we're we're we are. This has been a beautiful episode for me. I hope it's been healing for you. It has been. I mean, it it is a. I I know. If the listeners could see me now, I I actually I got I cried twice. She cried twice. God damn it! I cried, and I'm not uh, a crier. I don't cry very often. I just I think, to, like nostalgia. I don't know. Maybe it's something in the stars, but like being yeah. nostalgic about your first love is just so it hits deep, man. It hits yeah. fucking deep, and I'm again very grateful that I had one that was good because you not had a, lot a of really. People, not a lot of people can say that. Not a lot of people no, can, and I can, so I'm grateful. First love. Yes. But, well, Sasha, I, I love you. I love you so much. Um, this has been healing and beautiful, and um, I even noticed my voice got deeper. Oh, <laughs> I think mine did, too. I know. I think I we talked to you. I think mine did, too. Because we were talking about, about sad serious stuff. matters. Sad stuff. Um, Maybe I'll be proud of, this, s- of my voice in this episode. Maybe I'll be proud of it. <laughs> I think you will. I oh, love you so much. I this has been you. so fun. I'm going to call you right um, after this. <laughs> I, of course. It was FaceTime. Um, I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye.